Hello and welcome to another episode of Driving Photography with me, Chad Nowyokes of Beach Breeze Studios in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Also of digitalphotohq.com. First, I wanted to apologize for last podcast's uh, quality. It turns out that I was having microphone issues and it switched microphones on me because of a bad mic and I didn't notice. And it took a little bit of post-processing to even make it uh, so that you could hear me, let alone with all the noise in the background and everything. I'm so sorry for that. But we've got it fixed this week. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about editing, photo editing. Um, most photographers do edit their own photos, whether it be just in Lightroom or uh, Luminar or whatever they're using at that time, even if it's not something in Photoshop. But there is a question that I've been wondering is, what is the next thing in editing? And I was going through and thinking about it. Um, I have my workflow that I do where I just update a few things in Lightroom, then bring it into Photoshop, do frequency separation and dodge and burn, and that's about it. Um, frequency separation got hot probably, what, five, eight years ago. And uh, it's really, a nice way of doing things, but dodge and burn, if you get down to the poor level, will do a lot more and keep away artifacts in your photos, but it's also extremely time consuming. So doing frequency separation and dodge and burn on a macro scale and a micro scale will allow you to get an extremely great photograph or portrait um, a lot faster than just doing micro and macro dodge and burn. So what are y'all doing? I would love to hear from everybody as to how they edit their photos. Um, I know a lot of you don't do portraits or uh, people photos or anything like that. I want to know how y'all edit your other types of photos, uh, nature, landscape, product. I would love to hear some of the uh, workflows that y'all have. One thing that we are working on right now is the package pricing and client tracking application. Not sure exactly when that's going to come out. We're still moving forward with that and Digital Photo HQ is where to find information on that as we move forward. Um, if you are an early adopter, we will allow you to join us and help make this application and hopefully phone app extremely workable for y'all. Uh, we want it to be a tool that all portrait photographers, wedding photographers, uh, all session photographers can use 
to really make sure their business is on track and that they are getting what they need from their photography as far as money's concerned. Make sure they're not undercutting themselves and make sure that they're at least cutting, breaking even and whatnot. So what else can we talk about with photography today? There's so many things. Uh, turns out that the Sony A, what is it? AR4, AS, AR4 um, is extremely good for high resolution photography. One of the things that I really enjoy is the fact that it can do a 16 photo uh, merge, obviously not in the camera, but whatnot, and uh, it'll give you a 240 megapixel uh, picture. Uh, yeah, that's awesome for still life photographers and product photographers. Can't wait to try that out. But um, turns out that it is no better than the AR3 as far as everything else is concerned. The quality and ISO invariance and uh, noise levels and everything are actually just a hair better in the A7R3. So if you already have an A7R3, there's no real reason unless you want the resolution to move up. Although both of those cameras beat the Z7, which kind of figured. Can't wait to see what Nikon comes out with for the Z8 or whatever they're going to call the next one. And kind of interested in the Z50 range. I already have the D800 and a D850. And I'm looking to replace my D800 with probably a crop lens or crop sensor. But uh, also looking to make sure I move into the Z range on Nikons just to get uh, going on that platform because the lenses are different. So I want to see if they come out with a crop sensor uh, with in-body image stabilization because the Z50 doesn't seem to have that and I would like to have that for all of my lens. Um, yeah, so waiting to see what they do next with that and waiting to see what goes on with the Sonys and the next Nikon. Also this week, uh, on November 21st, I guess that would be last week when this podcast comes out, Tesla will be announcing their electric truck. I am very interested in the electric truck and I want to see what it will do. Some of the video that they've had so far with an electric truck being able to pull trains and everything else. Yeah, that's fine and dandy, but I want to see the range on it. I want to see its torque. I want to see, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to see. Plus it, I'm hoping that it looks unique, but not stupid. And yeah, I just want to see how that turns out. So 
maybe in the next podcast, I'll let you all know what I think about that. Not that it has to do with photography, but it has to do with my business. So because I use my truck to get everywhere. Anyhow, I think that'll about do it for this episode. Hope you all are still enjoying the journey, sticking with us and join us over at Digital Photo HQ. Help some people learn, learn a little bit yourself and socialize with photographers on a platform built for and by photographers. Have a wonderful day. Bye.